You're tuning to the About Life Podcast with Joe J. Jackson Jr., Brian Rose II, and Ryan Collins. You want to talk about life? Let's talk about it then. This is life. All right. We're ready. We're on. You're talking about life with Ryan Collins and my man, Brian Rose. What up, what up, what up? What's good? Chilling, chilling, man. Uh, trying to stay alive in this crazy time. Right. So how's it going down there? Ground fucking zero. Uh, it's going crazy, but, you know, the healthcare workers are trying to do the damn thing, even though they don't have the proper equipment to do it, but we're surviving. You talk to any doctors? Doctors, nurses, all that, man. Um, most of them are saying the same thing that, well, let me be honest. Some of them are saying stuff like um, they, they don't know if it's the government or the CDC uh, that's not protecting them correctly. <clears throat> They're afraid for their family's life, not theirs, but taking it home to their family. Right. Um, they can't walk away from the situation because they could lose their license. But I'm hearing that all over. Losing my license, losing my license. I don't want to lose my license. That's some crazy shit, man. I haven't heard anything like that, but I haven't had any in-depth conversation with any doctors lately. Um, what do they think about how long this is going to go on? They don't know. Um, I hear some are optimistic. They say three weeks. Um, some are saying a month. <clears throat> but I personally think it's going to be a month and a half to two months. Um but I think if we release it too early, we're going to have a second wave, and then we're going to have be in the same boat again where they're going to have to quarantine everybody. Absolutely. I was saying the same shit. Um, so as far as, I don't know if you've been talking to anybody, man, but these face masks, you know how we had the surgical masks, right? The paper ones. Yep. I know a lot of people, man, that are like, you got to wear these face masks. I think it offers a false hope. I was actually watching some doctors on uh, on the news today that were saying the same shit that it offers just false hope to people, man. What do you think about that? Well, you, are you talking about the face mask that, that covers their, like from the middle of their forehead on down to their chin? No. Uh, the surgical mask. So the paper oh, the ones that oh, basically, okay. yeah, they go yeah, over yeah. your nose and your mouth. They're not the N95s, but the ones that are there basically for when you're performing surgery. Yeah. Well, for splatters they, and shit. Well, they, the CDC said when this all came out that you need N95. That's it. Like, if you don't have N95, don't go near the patient. And right. then it was like, all right, you're running out of N95s, surgical mask will do. Like, what do you mean they will do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they you just told us that the N95s were well, the only thing that's going to work. And now these will do. And then they say, oh, now scarves will do. Bandanas will do. Like, what, what the fuck do you mean they will do? I think that's exactly what they mean is they will. I mean, they're better than nothing. But at the same time, I mean, are you going to risk it? I don't know, man. It's a clusterfuck. It is. It is, and the longer it goes on, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to get political right now or yet. I don't know where the show is going yet, <laughs> but I don't want to get political right now. But <laughs> I just want to say, like, I, as far as has it, how it been, how it's been the last seven days, how the pre president's been reacting, how he's been showing data on his presentations and how on his, um, his updates that he's been giving us. That's what we needed from the start. Right. You know, now people are starting to kind of take this shit seriously. Do you think he acted too late or do you think he was kind of on point? I know they started acting like in, I think January, the end of January is when they stopped flights from China. But what I was reading was United and American. They had already done that. I think as far as a government level given direction, yeah, way too late. I mean, people were dying in China with no restriction on travel from China to the U.S. You know, he was at his rally saying, oh, the Democrats are creating this for a hoax. Right. You know, and if he would have took action then, 
we wouldn't be in, a, in this situation now. Man, I think they were. I think they were like personally. I think they were like a month late. I remember I was talking to my wife. Uh, she was freaking out about it. Probably in early January, maybe even late December. And I was like, "Don't trip. This is kind of like SARS. I think it's gonna die down." Little did I fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> well, when SARS came out, people they you know they stopped travel, um, and it wasn't as easily transmittable as this one is. Right. You, you got to think like, so th th this is kind of like a flu virus, right? There's what thousands of different influenza virus strains, or influenza viruses out there. This uh, one's yeah. Flu yeah. And, and coronavirus is like the cold is a coronavirus, right? Yeah, basically. So um, this one only it, mutated eight times eight because it's saying like, yeah, why do I have to mutate when, all I got to do is talk to the next person and, and and I'm transferring it over to him. Pretty much. And they say it transmits easier, which I think is what makes it a little less lethal than SARS and MERS. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking crazy, though, man. Yeah, it's a cold virus that acts like a flu, but it shits on the flu. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, you know, it's crazy. So, you know, everybody has free time on their hand. Even we're me and you are working Right now, because we're essential, <laughs> essential, right? <laughs> Even though we're essential, we're working, but there's so much free time when we get home because we ain't got to do nothing. We, you know, you get home, you don't have to go to dinner plans. You don't have to worry about going out with your friends or, you know, I don't make it seem like I'm an introvert. Maybe I am a little bit, <laughs> but you don't have to worry about any of that. So there's all this free time. So, man, I've been playing video games and <laughs> this one guy that, that was helping me on this racing game I'm playing. He's he lives in Florida. So three weeks ago, he got the coronavirus, and he was explaining to me how he caught everything, how his symptoms were. He said the worst thing was, and this is a 24 year old dude. He's 24. He said I couldn't breathe. He said there were times when I was coughing and gasping for air, where I thought this is it. I'm I'm gonna die. Yeah, man, I've been hearing that shit across the board. It doesn't matter how old you are, 40, 20, 60, fucking 80. That's the scary shit. And what I've tell what I've I've been telling people is even if you don't die, say it doesn't kill you, you know, your your odds of dying from this are like what, one to two percent, right? Which is relatively small. Yeah. But I don't want to end up in a fucking ICU trying to breathe. You know what I mean? With a tube down my throat. Like, that's probably worse than fucking dying. Yeah, it's it's bad. If I mean, anybody who has asthma, I mean, that 1% or 2% jumps up, you know. Um, what did that lady have when we worked at that one place? Um, the name started with the D. CPOD, what is it called? Oh, yeah, COPD. Yes, yes. I don't know why I drew blank. You know, think about that. Her, If she gets it, I mean... It's a 50-50, you know what I mean? So those numbers jump up depending on what you have. Right. Man, this is fucking crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying not to say her name because I don't want to put her on blast. But you know. Right, right. No, no. We don't got to say names. But yeah, COPD, asthma, obesity, high blood pressure, heart disease, pretty much anything that any fucking American has. Everything you just said, I have. <laughs> <laughs> So if I get it, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Make sure you eat a fucking lobster before you go out, bro. I will. I will. I'll be snorting. Never mind. Let me shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Like, um, yeah, man. I hear a lot of people bitching and go, oh man, we can't go. We can't go to work. We can't go out. We can't have friends over. We can't have family over. And while that sucks, I'm kind of introverted, like you in that sense. Like I don't really give a shit either way. I could sit on my couch and watch fucking TV all day and night. I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck. Um, now is the time for entrepreneurs, people with ideas. If you're not working, get up and do some shit because you could still go to Home Depot. You could still go to the fabric store. You could still go pretty much anywhere if you think about it to get whatever the fuck it is that you need to start your business. That's what I'm telling people, man. If you got ideas right now is the time to fucking work on it. This is going to change the way that we operate. And I think it's going to change the way that a lot of people operate as individuals as well. Yeah. I mean, anyone who's just sitting at home and you have that entrepreneurial 
spirit, you know, like you said, it's a perfect time and all your friends are doing shit. They're sitting on their hands, not doing anything. So it's a perfect time to get your product out in people's hands for them to try. Right. Well, man, it's a fucking crazy time, but it's also a good time to just fucking do. And that's a problem what... with the Americans, man. Some, some, most, <laughs> let me change that to most Americans aren't doers, man. They're complainers first. Complain first and then complain again and then maybe they'll do. But it, they're not, a lot of us aren't born doers. I agree with that. I think everybody is content. Like too, too many people are comfortable in their situations, right? Yep. Like yep. Uh, uh, the biggest thing I hear is what about my health coverage? What about, it's like, dude, just go out and get it. You got to go out and fucking do it yourself. Yep. Because uh, at the end of the day, like we're seeing, man, your company at the end of the day doesn't really give a fuck about you. They can replace you in 20 seconds. If you get this shit and die, there will be somebody in your seat tomorrow morning. I guarantee it. Yeah, and that's true. The bigger the corporation, the the quicker they can replace you, you know? <laughs> they got disposable income. Yep, yep. It's sad, but that's that's just the way it is, and it's the American way. You know, speaking of entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit, there's this website that, that was selling. They still have N95 masks. Now they're selling N95 masks on this private website for $25,000 a pallet. A pallet? A pallet. And the pallet's maybe 7,000 masks. God damn. $25,000. See, and, that's fucked up, but that's entrepreneurial as fuck. And, and when they were reporting it on the news, you know, people were mad. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, that's capitalistic society that's that's america like how can you get mad at that person for raising their prices supply and demand the demand is more than gold right now right the mask so why wouldn't that person raise the price true true and a lot of people i mean it's it's the same thing with toilet paper dude i mean people were going out to fucking costco buying fucking rolls and rolls of toilet paper packs of toilet paper and selling that shit on uh, eBay or Amazon for what, like fucking 100, 200 bucks a pop? Yeah, man. I mean, people were selling, um, <laughs> people were selling rolls of toilet paper on eBay. I think I saw one for like $24, $25 a roll. This is fucking crazy. But I mean, they had that idea. Like they have that drive, that motivation, as fucked up as it is. I mean, they're doers. Yeah. And like I said, how, how can you. I mean, you could be upset at the situation, right? But at that person in America, you can't be mad at that person. They're doing, <clears throat> they're they're capitalizing on on the way the system is made, and you can't right. get mad at them for doing that, you know? Right. And that's how the that's how the stock market works too. I mean, when people panic, they start selling their fucking stocks. People get in, then they get breaded up. You know what I yep. mean? And yep. that's what I was trying to tell people. Also, is like, yo, when this when it looks like this. Uh, market is starting to bottom out a little bit jump in because i mean now you can last month you couldn't get apple stock for under three what 350 a share now it's 240 around there yep, yep. and guaranteed probably when all this you know comes back around it it's going to split again you know exactly so oh man i, I had, uh, had something to ask you i forgot where do you think we're going to be in four months? Let's say, what is it, April? Yeah, so end of summer. Where do you think we're going to be at? If this um, is all blown over, what do you think is the next step? There's a lot of reform, man. And as a per, I mean, I'm kind of political, kind of. I mean, I have my views, I have my opinions, but there's some political terms that piss me off when I hear people like, Reform. I hate that word. I don't know why, but um, <laughs> it, you know, it, it something has to be done with the healthcare system. I mean, it, it clearly isn't working. It's clearly not protecting people. So when this is all done and people start spending their money and stuff again, get jobs going, you know, they have to focus on healthcare at some point because this shit can't happen again. It's very interesting that you said that, man, because I know a lot of people, I'm not going to say where I work, obviously, because I'm not going to put them on blast. Um, 
there are employees who are going out because they're either sick or they got to take care of their kids because the kids can't go to school. So they got to be home and home homeschool. You know, we're in that situation right now. But a lot of people, man, when they hit that 30 day mark, when they're out of work, they're losing their health insurance from their employers. Uh, yeah. And this is, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yep. They are dumping their employees off their plans because they have missed 30 days of work. Yeah. And it's, so, and it's probably in their contract too. So it is in the contract. Yeah. Um, that's another thing that they need to reword. So I can only imagine what's going on with these people who do not have that hookup as far as benefits go. I can't imagine what it's like for them. You know, there's options that they could look into, but once again, it's spending money. <clears throat> but uh, insurance right now is one of those things that everyone needs. So uh, you know, I'm just going to be flat out and say it because if you pay rent or mortgage, you know, there's a lax right now saying, hey, you could be late on your rent. You could be late on your mortgage. You won't get a penalty. But all that shit's going to be due when this is over. Don't get it twisted. Right. But right now, it's not emergent to, to pay right now. So use that money to get Cobra. You get whatever the fuck you need to protect your family. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, because I um yeah they're they're um I think like if if you have a mortgage or a car note they're gonna tack it on basically at the end of your yeah. um probably with interest <laughs> you, you never know but yeah at the end of your mortgage when all is said and done or you, you know your your last month of your car payment all those months are gonna add on to yeah. that last month yeah and. Hopefully not with interest. That's fucked up. I didn't even think about that. It, it probably is. I mean, they they have to make their money back somehow. I mean, they figure that all out when you purchase whatever you, you're paying back. And I don't blame them uh, for, for trying to get, you know, plus interest because they're giving you a deal. They're not going to hit your credit report. Right. You know, that's the main thing. You don't want them to hit your credit report. So you owe them that money. You know what I mean? True. And, and actually, you know, the way I see it is it could hit my credit report. I already have the house, you know what I mean? And I have a car, so I don't give a fuck if my credit's bad. What else do I have to buy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's it's still a fucked up situation. Um, as far as the money goes, I think Canada Canada's paying its citizens for, what, four months, I think. Do you think that this one-time payment is going to be all that it is? You think it's going to uh, balloon Man. into more? Do you hope it balloons into more? Well, this is what's fucked up about it, right? So you have people living, let's say, um, Wyoming or, or any um, Oklahoma, you know, where the houses are so cheap because they're in that tornado area, right? Right. So that cost of living is cheap. Yeah, they make less money, but their cost of living is cheap. Twelve thousand or $1,200 can pay a month worth of your rent, your mortgage, maybe even groceries out there. Man, out here, twelve hundred dollars ain't gonna get you shit. <laughs> you know, in California, what was twelve hundred? What's twelve hundred dollars gonna do? Hey, you man, it cost me twelve hundred dollars to walk to the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it almost makes me think. <clears throat> all right, well, I know I can't use this on bills, or maybe I can, you know, pay my utility or something like that. You know, <clears throat> but I can't really make a dent in my, in the mortgage, so no one can make a dent in their rent. Man, maybe I should have splurged this twelve hundred dollars, spending right. on something I wouldn't normally not get. You know, that's only thing you can really do in places like California and New York. I think that's uh, that's what it's going to come down to out here because people are like, "What's twelve hundred bucks?" Especially if you're in the Bay Area, you're looking at. I mean, shit, man, that's that's rent for your bathroom. You know what I mean? That's not even yep. the front door. That's not the the, the fucking living space, yep. let alone the bedrooms. And the kitchen, you know, I mean, you're looking at Bay Area, twenty five to three thousand, thirty six hundred, depending and, on and where our, you're at. And you know, just because of what happened with all the fire, <clears throat> if you have PG and E, which Bay Area, a lot of Bay Area people do, then you're gonna, you know, the 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 electricity bill went up. The electricity so, bill, did, yes, yeah. So that's why I'm not. I'm I'm glad I have smut up here, man. <laughs> We got PG E for gas, but I have barely anything in my house that runs on fucking gas anymore. Smart man. <laughs> man, I put solar panels on the house, got smud. My fucking my electric my electric bill is twenty dollars twenty one dollars a month. It was twenty. It went up to twenty, uh, twenty one. And um 
at the end of the year, they owe me, you know, like 60 bucks or whatever. So do you have the, I know this is off subject, but if the power goes out, how does that work? Does, does it need a battery or something? Or if the power goes out on the grid, like in your neighborhood, but you have, yeah, you gotta solar. have a, you gotta have a battery backup to store oh, the energy. Okay. okay. I don't have that. Cause if the power goes out, I'm like, yeah, light a fucking candle. Teach the kids what it was like before we had the fucking internet and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no video games right now. Um, but yeah, some people have the solar, the batteries, but man, those, I think they cost like $10,000 or something. Fucking uh, crazy amount. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but it's too expensive for my blood. I'd rather have no fucking, no electricity for a couple hours. It's all good. Yeah, that's, that's too much. It's, it's, I mean, you could just get a generator at that point. 10 grand? Hell no. Pretty much, or a flashlight. You don't open the <laughs> fridge. <laughs> <laughs> True. You hungry? Go in the pantry, but no drinks. <laughs> <laughs> perishables. Leave the perishables. <laughs> oh man. On another note, man, how's it? How's how? Uh, is it fucking crazy out there right now with nobody out? Man, there's everybody out. People was, are still out. Man, yeah. So uh, I was talking to a Facebook friend earlier. Because that's the only way you can be social now, pretty much. <clears throat> um, she was saying how maybe the curve, it, you know, we're starting to bend the curve, yada, yada, yada. Uh, people are listening to the to the messages. Like, no, they're not. I mean, there's full-on families as of yesterday in Target not respecting the distance, not respecting social distancing, kids running next to me, bumping into me. You know, it's just no, no one's listening. There's still a bunch of people out on the street bunch of people out on the street that's how i thought it was going to be out here um downtown sack is ghost town during the day you see cars going by every now and then but it's pretty much empty elk grove i think we're stuck right now at 33 cases um and i remember i was at the self-checkout in the grocery store because i'm not trying to touch shit right yes yeah, so smart. i'm like i'm like six seven feet behind the dude in front of me and the lady behind me is halfway down the fucking aisle. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> people are not, dude, people are not mingling out. We have kids down the street. They're, you know, shooting hoops and going to the skate park and shit. So they had to close something like 90-something parks in Elk Grove. And I just, I just drove by today, man. They got everything, the police tape around everything. You can't go and do shit at the park because people were not, paying attention to that part of it they're like oh well, we could still go out and exercise let's go to the park they totally missed the memo of go out with your family but avoid other people yeah and that's where i think um at least your town got it people some people in san jose still don't understand and i think you know i, I guess the federal government is leaving it up to the local government to put order things in order and to enforce but I think something has to come down federally for shit to happen. I mean, Georgia just, was it today or yesterday, just put in their stay. The, he said today, I can't remember if it was this morning or late last night. Uh, yeah, I think it was today he was talking about how he didn't know uh, asymptomatic people could spread it. How does a governor of a major <sighs> state like Georgia not understand that i don't get it at all i don't understand how this dude doesn't have aids <laughs> beyond that was the first thing I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she didn't look like she had it i didn't know she could spread it you know <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> mean it spreads vaginally it. what dude so what she looked clean you know <laughs> like come on we we covered that one like 30 fucking years ago just because Ooh, they man. they might not be sick at that moment doesn't mean they aren't sick. Yep. I mean, it, it happened in the very mind. beginning with NBA players. When NBA players, they were showing no symptoms besides Rudy Gobert. He was the only one who showed symptoms. Right. He gave it to his teammate. You know, he doesn't show symptoms. And then um, members of the uh, Brooklyn Nets, they got it shared it with Kevin Durant. He said no one was sick around him. The players, the other players didn't know they were sick. Now he has it. He's not sick. He doesn't have any symptoms. So he, I mean, there was evidence was there. 
That's a fact. I would, dude. In this time, I wish I was a fucking NBA player right now, man. Those dudes are super fucking human. Those are the yep. best people probably to get this because their bodies are in tip top shape. Yep. It's yep. fucking insane, though, man. But yeah, that guy. I think honestly, like people are probably going to disagree with me. I think martial law is definitely in order for at least three to four weeks just to get because people don't understand I, I think that's what it's going to take and i was telling um i was telling my wife because she, she asked me all the time like you know what do you think is going to happen um we don't have the discipline that china has that south korea has that any of these other countries have we're fucking arrogant we do not have the discipline to curb this shit and I said that before New York happened. I think before any cases in New York happened. And that's like, true. We, we just do we not don't. have the discipline to knock this shit down. I mean, you still, I mean, you have still in Sacramento, especially um, a lot of cases of chlamydia and gonorrhea, which means people are just out there fucking bareback. You know what I mean? Like you still <laughs> don't get the fact that you can, I know you can live with HIV now, but you still don't get it. Like, yeah, this has yes. been 30, 40 fucking years, 40 years with HIV, and people are still out there doing dumb shit. Yep. They, I, mean, I mean, we're not going to get it. I think I think they got to lock us up. Trump got to come out and be like, get the fuck in the house. And uh, if you don't work in an emergency room or an urgent care clinic, get the fuck in the house. And I, you know, I agree with you. I straight up do. I don't know if it's because of where we work. Uh, is this why we have this type of mindset or what? Because we know how real this shit is, but it needs to happen because we can't protect ourselves. And it's obvious that, that we don't doing a good job of that shit. So somebody has to come out and say, this is what's going to happen. Did you hear what they were doing in um, Philippines? No. He straight up said, if anyone is caught outside, shoot to kill. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's on some Korea, not not South Korea. That's on some North Korea shit right there. Didn't they did they really kill that one dude? They said he he was like under investigation or he had it and in they North shot Korea? him. Yeah. Uh I think they did. I mean what they had two cases or three cases and then that was it. Something like and that. And they have none anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's the quickest way to get rid of the spread? You just kill him and dump him, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and they don't have they don't have the means. I think people look at that like it's fucked up, but when I look at it, I don't like I don't think people should be murdered and shit because they're sick. But when you when you're in a country like that, you don't have the means to take care of an outbreak because no countries really fuck with you in the world. Yeah, and what do I, you do? I mean, that's the same. It's a there are primal instinct. I mean, that shit still goes on with with some pack of animals where. You get sick, you're not going to spread. You know, they feed on the weakest one. I mean, it it happens. It all depends on your surroundings. Fact. <laughs> Man, this shit is fucking insane. Man, I, I just, where do you think we're going to be in four, in four months? Okay. In four months, I don't, it's hard to say, man. I, if it flattens out in the next three weeks, we'll be good. I don't see that happen. I, it hasn't hit California yet. You know what I mean? They had yeah. the first case um, at Skid Row. I think they announced it today. And I think that's going to open up a big fucking can of worms that people oh, aren't bad. ready for. That that means that it's already there, like, big time, because, because they're not testing them. Right. In L.A., yeah. I mean, Skid Row has, what, like 50,000 homeless people? Yeah. 40,000, something like that. I think it's going to be disastrous. You're going to count a lot of dead bodies on the street because they're not healthy. They don't have the health care. Um, so if that happens, if it gets out of control in Los Angeles, I think in four months we're still going to be pretty fucked. I think it'll be over in New York by then, hopefully, or at least on a down downtrend, but it hasn't even hit us yet. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to tell people or warn them with, like, Hey, we're still in the beginning. Like we, we don't know what's going to happen here. Like New York, they have a really good sample size of what's going to happen. They could kind of predict what's going to happen there. Right. But in California, we don't we don't know yet. The thing the thing that I have hope for 
is California, the way it's laid out is nothing like New York. New York, you have millions of people living on top of each other. Yep, yep. Um, that's just New York City, right? Yep. Here, our biggest city, Los Angeles, I mean, you have a couple projects down there, but for the most part, everybody is spread out and separated. Like San Jose is what the second second biggest city in the state, right? Or third? I'm not sure uh, how Santa, big San Diego is. Uh, Santa Clara is the biggest. I don't know. I think LA is the second, right? And then... No, LA is the biggest. Oh, it San is. Jose, San, San Jose, I think comes in second at over a million. Oh, my bad. You talk about cities. My bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but when you when you stand on top of a hill in San Jose, it's just so fucking spread out. Yep. Like we do have the opportunity to curb it before it happens, but the way people are acting, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, and it's it's. Our entitlement is causing arguments within, you know, the community because I'm in a pretty big, you know, car club. I'm just giving personal experience, but I'm in a pretty big car club. And there was an argument on whether or not we should go on a cruise. And this was maybe two weeks ago. And I'm telling them, like, no, nah, <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. We st we staying in the house. Like, what, you, you crazy? And they're like, oh, we're only going to get out of our car for a little bit and they even said, shake hands, hug, and then we'll leave. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Like, the road right now needs to be clear for people to get to work, the emergency people to get to work, or for them to get home back to their family. That's it. Like, right. It doesn't need to be filled with, you know, 100-plus cars cruising down the street. It must and get, so. <laughs> getting out and dapping each other up and then getting back in the car. Yeah, what is the point of that? See, it's, that's, it's small stuff like that that's irritating to me, too, because it's like, oh, man, I can't I can't go see my friends. My friends can't come over. We can't barbecue. Like, I, maybe it's because I'm used to, when I lived down there, like, I didn't have people over all the time. You know what I mean? So it doesn't bother me. Like I said, I could just sit in here and fucking tend to myself. I don't really care. But just small shit like that, and I get in arguments with people all the time, over dumb shit like i can't go here i can't go to the bar i can't go to the club i can't go grab a beat it's fucking retarded to me Pardon yeah, me. It's, uh, it's it's selfish <laughs> it's straight up selfish the way people are thinking you know um but i i think people should you know like you said earlier refocus take this time and think of it as kind of a blessing. You're safer in your house, right? You know, Absolutely. People, people like you or me, we not we don't have that luxury. So people, you know, who, who get to stay in their house, who don't have to go anywhere, stay with their families, protect their families, use that time wisely to spend time with your family, learn a new. I sound just like a news clip guy, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate. I hate. I'm saying it, <laughs> but it's true, man. Like use that time, learn a new language with your family, um, pl play play some games with your family, sit down, have Sunday dinners again, you know, like stuff like that, that you didn't used to get out of the habit of doing because we're so go, 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 go. Now you're not go anymore. Just right. sit down and, and spend time with your family. Teach your kids something. Um, and like I said, man, if you have that, if you have that motivation and you have that idea, now is the time to get it. And with technology, the way it is, you don't really have to go out and blow 10, 15, 20,000 dollars to start a business. You can just do that shit from home. And this is yep. this is another point that I was trying to make 2 months ago was shut the shit down cuz you have Apple computer, you got all these other companies. You can work from home. You don't have to go to an office. You don't have to get on a plane to go talk to somebody in Beijing or talk to somebody in Cork, Ireland or or the UK. You don't have to do that. You can get on a computer like we're doing and talk. And, and you I, can that's I mean, you one can, thing that might change when this is all over. Companies might realize that, oh shit, we really don't need to travel over to Singapore to launch this new product. You know, like what why why do you need to do that? You when, don't. And yeah, I mean you, you got companies building new buildings for what? For new employees, make them work from home. Like you understand yep. the capital that companies could bring. 
if they just changed their model to match the times. You don't have to go in and see your boss anymore. We do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For now, until that changes, because that's going to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think you need to, you know, like you said, take advantage of technology, man. Um, start your idea. I mean, what else are you doing anyway, right? You, you're sitting at home. Might as well think of a way to make money. If it fails, it fails. Just keep trying. You got nothing right. else to do. Right. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it's prime time. Perfect opportunity is a breeding ground for ideas. Yep. You know, I mean, you don't have to sit in your in your couch and scratch your balls and stare at you know old reruns of Mary Tyler Moore or whatever the fuck it is that you do. Let's not. Let's not. If we were on quarantine, me and you, the first week, that's exactly what we would have been doing. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> Scratching nuts. <laughs> the whole week, I would have sat my ass on the couch. I probably would have showered twice. Probably, and that's what I'll probably be doing next week because I took the week off. But at the same time, I'm going to be drawing shit out because I have shit. Like, we have shit that we can do. Yep, yep. We're doing it right now. Yep, doing it while we're still working. So I know you guys can do it while you're sitting at home. You know what I mean? You can't teach your – I mean, you know, I did say spend time with your family, but you're not going to do that 24-7. You know, you yeah, it's take time every day to spend time with your family, but there's also some me time that you need. So everybody needs that. Yep. So I mean, if your wife needs it or your girlfriend needs it, you take the kids, you do something for a couple hours, boom. And then okay, my turn, then you you go somewhere for a couple hours, you know? When I mean somewhere, I mean in the house, go to a different room, go to the garage. Don't I don't leave the house. Right. Man, I got this fucking room finished just in time, bro. Yeah, you did. Yeah, they you finished did. it like right before it popped off. It was like the week before this shit cracked off. This fucking room was done, and I yeah. couldn't be, <laughs> I couldn't be <laughs> happier for this shit. <laughs> so when they they put the the what was the last thing they did? They did the window or the sliding glass door, whatever you call that thing. There, man, they put the door in um, first. Why? They put the door in. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we got this shit. I got the ball rolling on this project in October. It was a six, it was, a, it was an eight day project to begin. Then it turned into six. Then it turned into like four months, three months. After everything was said and done, the contract was signed. It was about three months. Wow. And then the last, when they actually started working on it, it was just a fucking mess, bro. But they put the door in first. Actually, no. Yeah, they put the door in, and then they put the electricity in, and then they stopped. Actually, no, dude. They put the electricity in way before the door, and then they stopped for a little bit because they couldn't get the permit cleared. So it it took a minute, dude. It was, uh, but yeah, the electricity went in first. That's right. And then they did the, um, the installation and all that and the door. Dude, I'm and glad you got your permit submitted and returned before all this happened. Because they no way that they were going to look at that permit submittals now. No way. No. Yep. I don't even think the county building's open for that shit right now. Nope, no way. But I'm, I'm glad because I was actually going to, I was actually going to wait until January and decided not to. I'm fucking glad I did. Yeah, that was a smart move. Smart move. But yeah, um, so what do you think about these reports coming out saying it's airborne? Man, let me tell you something. We had, uh, um, you know, we had masks. We had masks. We had gloves. We had all this shit we needed. Um, And I had told somebody, I'm not going to say who, (laughs) <laughs> within the organization that this is airborne and um maybe two or three days later they started pushing the droplet theory mm-hmm. my whole issue with that was and it's always been now this started in february when we started getting people in who were lying about what they were doing before they came they were booking physicals you know the story booking yep. physicals but they had the symptoms yeah um, because they wouldn't book 
uh, their appointment, so they had to go online and book it themselves. Um, if people are asymptomatic and spreading a disease, they're not coughing, they're not sneezing. How is it spreading? <laughs> this exactly. was my thought. This was my thought yeah. in February because I, I was hearing that a lot of people were carrying this virus and they're spreading it, but they weren't having symptoms. So naturally, I'm thinking, well, fuck, then it's through breathing or talking. Talking, um, it could still spread, obviously, if you spit when you talk. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's that fucking simple. I don't think it's that cut and dry. I think the airborne theory makes sense just because you can be getting it from somebody you're not talking to. You know what I mean? Well, like all these people who got it, they're like, I don't know who I got it from. I don't know anyone who's sick. There's, you know, where, where I work, there's always these, um, we basically, if they, if they test positive, you know, we ask them a bunch of questions. And one of the questions, you know, is anyone sick? Has anyone coughed? Um, who have you been around? You know, we go through all that, all those questions. Right. A lot of them say, man, I haven't been around anyone who's sick. No one's coughed on me. No one sneezed on me. So either, you know, social distancing, they went out and touched something and then rubbed their face, or what's more likely happening is airborne. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I've always suspected it was airborne as well as droplet. But we have we have people still pushing the droplet thing, and now we have experts saying airborne. I tend to believe the experts over the practicing doctor because they are practicing doctors. That they're not necessarily experts in uh, communicable diseases. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. But I've only is... met I've only met one doctor who was an expert in um in in shit like this one in my entire life. So what, I mean, was that in San Jose? That was in San Jose. When I was a teenager, I went and saw this doctor because he that was his specialty. He was an expert in communicable diseases and shit like that. So it wasn't anything serious. Um, but that's the guy I went and saw. Yeah. And that's the only one I've met. I know there are plenty out there, but I don't work with any of them. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And you know, before it really spread over here to the U.S., there were thoughts that in China, because, you know, they had their hospitals in apartments, just like they, you know, they were doing in New York. They had it in different places because it was too full. Right. There was reports saying that it was spreading. So they had people, they had COVID patients cohorting or mixed with non-COVID patients. And they said, this patient hasn't left the room but patient who now has COVID, only way they could have got it is through the air vents shared throughout the building. Right. So, I mean, the report's been there for the beginning. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's, that's another thing. When they, when they um, docked the cruise ships and kept everybody on, bad, bad call. That's yeah. another one that I called. And again, I'm not, I'm not an infectious disease expert, but anybody knows that they recirculate that air, people yeah. are going to get sick. Yep. And that's what yep. they got to do because it's a fucking ship. And they don't have help. I'm pretty, I'm willing to bet me maybe one HEPA filter on that, on the ship. And I mean, it wasn't, what was it, a carnival cruise or the, um, and those cruises are hella cheap. So I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't have more than one HEPA filter, if any at all. So there's yeah. no way they can keep all those people alive. Yeah, that was probably one of the biggest mistakes, I think. And then bringing sick people um, on land and not knowing how long the virus is going to last, not knowing all kinds of shit about this. Nobody knows anything about it, right? Yeah, it's too new. So it was just, I, I think that everyone everyone was always prepared for some crazy pandemic, but no no one was really prepared for it. And, you know, that's another thing where I think the government kind of failed us. 
this kind of shit should be planned and mapped out all the time, ready to go, right? I mean, hospitals, they have to do it. They have to come up with the emergency plan. And then the state comes out and checks their emergency plan, make sure it's good to go, or they get fined. The government should have to do something like that. I mean, if there was a missile shot over here from Iran, I bet you they know the next 10 steps and then A, B, C, D, F, G, all the way to Z backup plan of that. They should oh, have yeah. the same shit for stuff like this when it happens. Because this is kind of like a war on American soil. There's Americans dying, right? I mean, when when the Twin Towers fell down, it didn't kill 5,000, you know, or 50,000 people. You know what I mean? Right. So how many people did that kill, by the way? I might be totally wrong. Uh, let's look it up. I think it was <laughs> uh, somewhere in the 3,000 range. Um, I know we just passed... Um, we just passed that number the other day. Yeah, so Twin um, Towers, 2,996. Okay, so I was close. Yeah, you were, you were damn near head on. And right yeah. now, as far as just America, we are at 6,000 deaths right now. That's insane. How many recoveries? There were double the recoveries recoveries were at 10,000. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's but that's the shit we don't hear about. That's why people yeah. are freaking the fuck out. But like I said earlier, a lot of people are still ending up in the ICU on ventilators. Um I know a couple people who may have this or have been exposed to it and it's freaky shit. It is. Just knowing that you're you, you're in contact with these people. Luckily, um we shut shit down, but you never know. Like you have to trust, you have to trust that people are actually going home and doing what they're supposed to be doing. We go to work every day, me and you, not knowing where our coworkers were the day before or over the weekend, and yeah. it's fucking. It's, it's frightening. It is. It's you know. I was talking to a nurse the other day. This is exactly what she said. She kind of reiterated my point about it being a war and, and they're like the soldiers. But she said, imagine we're at war against whoever, right? And our government sends us out there with half the ammunition we need and half the guns we need and no bulletproof vest. You know, like, are we prepared to win that war? You know, and I had to, you know, think about it for a second and say, no, you're not going to win. She's like, do you think we're winning this war? <laughs> and I was like, damn, you put it like that. It's it's scary. And that's how they're thinking of it. All the nurses out there walking into that room, you know, six or seven times a day to, to check on that patient. They, they fear for their lives. And then when they go home, they fear for the people's lives they may expose. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, man, if you go on, on YouTube or any of these news channels, you'll see these nurses losing it, going outside, crying recording you know they had that dude recording the dead bodies in the fridge the truck yeah it's just like people don't understand until they're there and even though we're not there in that er or the icu or the urgent care clinic everybody is still acting like nothing is wrong not everybody but a lot of people are still acting like nothing's wrong we still have people walking in the clinic for trivial shit and we're like what are you doing go yeah. home yeah you know what i mean yeah um, like if, because if you're not if you're not in dire straits where you think you need help to breathe or you think you need help to survive this moment <laughs> then that you should stay away from the hospital because you could catch some shit just going to the hospital and you didn't need to be there right Right, and that's that's kind of a, I mean, that's a fucked up situation to be in, too. You're sitting at home, you're like, I can't fucking breathe. Yeah. Uh, do I have it? Do I need to go to the hospital? If I do, what's going to happen? If I don't have it, am I going to catch it while I'm there? Yeah. Um, it's fucked up. And 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 I, I think some of these people should probably go kick it in an, in, in an emergency room and see what's really going on before they bitch and moan about you know whatever and until 
some people are so stubborn and so set in their ways, which is the same thing as stubborn, <laughs> that they they they'll never come around to it until it affects someone they love. That's that's the only time people change like that are that are like that, you know. And unfortunately, I, when that happens, then, then those type of people would change. But until then, I don't I don't think it'll happen. I think people should start recording what's going on, like. Um... Because if, if if I talk to you and you're like, hey, uh, I have that shit. I got a cough. It's hard to breathe. Shit, I thought I it's, had it. You remember that? I, I do remember that. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Um, it's not going to hit home as hard as if you were like recorded that shit and sent me a video of you fucking gasping for air or whatever. Yeah. You know I mean, because not true. everybody's going to know somebody who's going to die from it. And even then it's not going to register because you're not, you can't sit in the hospital with these people with them while they're dying. You can't even be in there when they're not dying. So you're not really seeing what it's like. You're just, you're kind of, you're kind of imagining what it is. You have to actually see what's going on. And unless people record what is going on with themselves, a lot of people aren't going to grasp it. You know what I mean? Like the severity of, well, you you bring up a perfect point. There's a you just reminded me of this story that just came out. Um, I advise everyone to to Google this story because I'm not gonna paraphrase it. I might get some things wrong, so I want you guys to look look it up yourself. There's actually videos of it too. There's a guy named DJ. Um, had symptoms of coronavirus. He's 39 years old. Daughter and wife. They tried to take him in to get tested. The doctors wouldn't test him because he's healthy. He's in shape. He's fit. He doesn't have any underlying conditions. Um, you may or may not have it, but we're willing to bet you don't have it. Go home. Right? Three, four days later, in the ER. Can't breathe. They admit him. Hours later, he dies of the coronavirus. Right? And they wouldn't let the, the daughter back there. They wouldn't let the wife back there. They took him to the hospital and then learned from a phone call that their dad and husband died. That was, um, damn, I was just reading about that before I called you. Um, that dude was an actual DJ. Oh, that's, oh, it was, a, I thought his name was DJ. I think he was an actual DJ, uh, like in Florida, right? Uh, yeah, in Florida. It? You know what? Let's find out. We don't want to give people the wrong information. Uh, yeah, 39-year-old DJ died of coronavirus. That was updated, um today at about 250 um conrad buchanan he was a florida dj yeah and 39 39 years old and he was denied testing yep which brings up a question would testing save you do you think um, do you do you think the treatment? I mean, I don't know how you guys do it down there. I don't even know how we do it up here. But do you think the treatment plan would change? It should if so, they knew, like, because he had the same symptoms, right? Like, he's yeah. still not breathing right. Like, shouldn't they still be treating him like he can't breathe? Either way, yeah, they should. So the first thing that they should do, um, get him into a negative pressure room or help a filter that. It's going to take all that shit he's coughing up. It'll suck it all away. So he's getting fresh air coming in uh, constantly. So he's not f basically fighting himself to, to, to breathe. He's getting fresh air constantly. So that's the first thing they can do. If that doesn't help, you know, they, they can stick the tube down there to help him breathe. So there's a couple of things that, that could have saved his life. I bet you because he was in shape, he was fit. 39 years old, give him a help of filter, he would have been fine. Possibly. Possibly. Also, also reasonable to believe that maybe he wasn't healthy. I mean, that could be it too. That you know what I mean? Like there, there was a uh, there was a guy, I guess he was just a big when you see somebody and they're muscular and they're built, you think Oh, that person's healthy. Well, a lot of not me and you, but a lot of people would think that person is healthy. Not necessarily. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> that dude might eat fried chicken every night. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I know a lot of bodybuilders and shit. I've met a lot who just, they're not healthy people. They don't. Res- I mean, they want results so bad that they kind of disrespect their body a little bit. So yeah, right. they 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 aren't the the super muscular people aren't exactly the healthiest people on the planet, right? And even the smallest deviation from what you're supposed to be doing can totally change the results of this, right? Yep, yep, you got it. I mean, you have to be pretty much like I said, like a basketball player. Those dudes are in the perfect condition to catch this, and I'm not saying that to be fucked up, but. If anyone's going to catch this and survive, it's going to be some basketball players because you already have to have superhuman fucking bodies yeah. just to play the sport. You have to be a freak of fucking nature. Yeah, so, and, and you know, the the testing that they do for steroids and drugs is on, on the basketball level is, is a lot better than it is on the football level. Right. So, yeah, it looks like the basketball at – it's probably going to be a better chance of survival. Right. And anyone who, who's ever played basketball running up and down a court, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, man, uh, I just hope that, you know, I, I do understand that, all right, we, there's a financial aspect that it's wrecking, but I have a hard time putting a price on on lives if there's a chance that we could save 2000 american lives i'd rather have the economy take a dip for two months versus losing 2000 people especially right. to those 2000 people that it could be somebody you know you know right. and the thing is if if the financial effect is so bad the federal government has the ability to uh eradicate the issue and spending money is not one thing is not is not a thing that a lot of voters like but i think in this situation they'll understand and i think after this they might even they might even go towards some of those quote unquote extreme plans that some of these politicians have because they see well what happens if yeah um, i mean i i was Totally, totally against Bernie and his in his healthcare plan, but like, damn! <laughs> After all this, I'm thinking, I'm like, huh? <laughs> Maybe that would have saved some some lives, especially doctors, doctors' it, lives. It, you know, it possibly could save some lives. Um, Italy, I think, has, I think they have the best healthcare plan according to the World Health Organization or whatever in the in the world. Um, but they also have the oldest population or the second oldest population in the world. So that's why it's so bad over there. Now, are, I've never been to Italy. Um, do, do they live on top of each other? Um, it depends. I mean, you have big cities there, like you have here. Uh, you have a lot of rural areas out there too. But people, the, the dynamic in Italy is such that People hug, they kiss, they shake hands. They're oh, very yeah. affectionate that's, towards each other. That's right, yeah. So that's and an, and another the, an, another dynamic there that they've had for quite a while is the people our age aren't really, or, or at least they weren't reproducing at the rate that we do. They're actually taking care of their parents and their grandparents or whatever. And so you have all these people in one house or one apartment or one villa and one person gets sick, the old people in the house get it, they die. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So the dynamic over there is so fucking because of just just the type of people that they are. So That's crazy. Um, I didn't even think about it like that, so it's good to – you shine a light on it coming from, you know, an outside perspective. Right. And Bernie, the thing about Bernie's plan is, even if that was in place, um, a situation like that in Italy is going to topple whatever healthcare system you have because you're going to be inundated with sick people. No matter if you have free health insurance or you have private insurance, 
you're still going to have those hospitals that are going to get overwhelmed with people and shit's going to go bad quick. You know what I mean? Because with, yeah. with, with Medicare for all, you're not talking about building 3000 new hospitals. You know what I mean? You're talking about giving people access to healthcare. That's totally different than having the space for all the people who are sick. And in this country, it's, it's even worse because we have people in a hospital for heart disease, diabetes, kidney failure, uh, car accidents, drug overdose. So they're already seeing people in the hospital on top of what's coming in now. You know yeah, I mean? And that's, that's the scary part. You know, we're starting to see the recovered cases and I just hope something happens to the curve, especially in New York. We're going to see what happens to the curve there. Cause if these people need somewhere to recover. I mean, it's going to take two weeks to recover from this. Um, and you can't just, you know, uh, uh, send them out and, and, and um, discharge them and just send them out, give them paperwork and say, here you go. You know, they're going to need breathing help. These people can't afford a, a $3,000 HEPA filter to, to, to put in their house to keep them breathing healthy air. You know, they can't afford that shit. So Not as these all. new cases come in and you still have these old cases, I just hope Something levels out, man, where they're not, you know, putting trakes in in the middle of the damn street in New York. <laughs> right. No, I think I think if it keeps going the way it's going, I think they're going to have to, in Italy, they had to make decisions. Who are they going to save and who are they going to let go? I think if it keeps going the way it is, New York's going to have to do the same thing. And uh, I hope it doesn't get like that in California. But they i believe they were doing that in italy before it kind of flatlined a little bit no pun intended <laughs> um, <laughs> we work in healthcare man we have really fucking yeah, crazy sense of the humor we have we, to yep exactly but um yeah man i think they're going to have to i think they're going to have to make a call like and it's fucked up you're going to have an 80 year old patient who's sick and you're going to have a 30-year-old patient who's sick. And it's like... You got to make a choice. You have to make the choice because they they can't make that choice, especially if they're on ventilators and on life support and not talking. And you think about it, man. It's, I mean, if we were reading this story because we're America, we feel entitled. And I, I, I even feel entitled because I'm thinking about it. I'm like, this is America. You shouldn't have to fucking choose 80-year-old over 30-year-old. If we're reading this is happening in India or or somewhere else we're like yeah I, I can see that but here in america we shouldn't have to we shouldn't have been in this position to choose between a 30 year old and an 80 year old you know what i mean never mm -mm. and that's the fucked up part about it and that's why i always tell people just because you're american does not give you the right to be arrogant because we can be taken out quicker than most people because of how arrogant we are Yep. Yep. Oh, well, man. well, hopefully uh, our next podcast, we have some news, some better news or, um, you know, we'll just share with you guys from the inside what's going on and hopefully things are better and, and we can make you laugh a little bit more than we did today. Absolutely. Or we can discuss... Um... I don't know. What's that shit from Goodwill Hunting? Drinking coffee or eating caramels? <laughs> Vagina? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Next episode, we'll for sure have something. This is some more substance. Uh, I thought it was um, a good idea to talk about this because I still, we're going into uh, month two uh, of this and people are still acting stupid. So I thought it was a good idea to kind of, tackle the subject and, and let people know what's going on. Like, like I said, we don't, we're not in the ERs, but we're right there. We're right in the front lines. We hear about this shit. We know what's going on. We see the people who have to deal with it and it's not cute. Yeah. By any stretch of the imagination. I just wanted people to know that and all this other shit about, Oh, well, you know, if I wear a mask, I'll be all right. Or if I wear a bandana on my face, I'll be all right. No, that's not the case because you're going to have false sense of hope. You're going to get too close and it's going to fuck you. And when you wear those bandanas and scarves or whatever, once they're soiled, you got to stop using it. Soiled means if someone's spit got on it, 
if you touch, if you didn't wash your hands, you touch a doorknob, then you're trying to adjust your face mask. That's soiled. You know what I mean? You got to still be smart when you, when you walk around. Right. And even if it, I mean, if it's airborne, you might have those particles or those, uh, the virus on your clothes or on your bandana or on your scarf. And it's not visibly soiled, but if you touch it or you bring it into your house, you might have a problem. Yeah. And people don't get that. I change. As soon as I get home, the kids run to me. Daddy, daddy. I was like, ah, stop. Let me change. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I come home every day, take my clothes off, jump in the shower, and then I'll go about my night. I don't even sit on the couch with my clothes on. Yeah, me either. Yeah. That's the world we live in now, Ryan. Well, good luck. <laughs> We're all going to need it. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Hopefully, in the next episode, we'll have, like you said, something better to talk about. If we don't, we'll find something better to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to be part of the the spreading of uh, misinformation or bad news and keep people freaking out. But, you know. Make it do what it do. What it do. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, and we're going to do this, what, every week? Every week, we'll be here every week until we're not here every week. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but yeah, next time I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get Jay on here, and uh, yeah, we'll have some good conversation. It'll be cool, man. Yep. All right, guys, stay safe, uh, stay in the damn house, and enjoy your family. Man, wash your asses. Don't forget to wash your asses and your clothes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and leave your fucking shoes at the door. Oh, yeah. That's important. All right. We're out. This is live. This is live.